Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's episode of Fearfully and Wonderfully Me. Today's episode is all about the character of determination. And, uh, you know, I really wanted to to drill down on this episode to, to how important determination is, because I don't think we talk about it enough. I, I think we discount the power of determination and, and we don't think enough about how just perseverance and determination is so critically important to just about anything that we want to do or achieve in life. Um, Rachel Hollis has a a quote um, that I wanted to share with you. And she says that in the absence of experience or knowledge, determination makes the difference between where you are and where you want to be. And I love that because I can look back, you know, at my life, through my career, through, you know, leaving a career to start pursuing speaking and writing. And I can look back and see all of the times that I didn't know what to do or I didn't have experience at doing something. But I was absolutely determined that I could learn how to do it or I could figure out how to do it or I could try to do it and I might fail and make a mistake, but that I would keep trying. I was determined. And, and, you know, as I look back at the success that I've had in, in, in this life, um, even to this point, and, and uh, I look at that success, and it's not that I was the most gifted person at, at doing something, but a lot of times it was just that I was the most determined. You know, I look back at uh, starting mountain bike racing in 2011. I ran my very first uh, marathon, and two weeks later... I did the very first. I had the very first mountain bike race. Um, I was training for this marathon, and and you know, really, I wasn't very good at, at running. But uh, I had to go to get a coach and hire a coach to help me run more efficiently. And and I'd put a lot of time and effort in, into wanting to run this marathon. And I was working for it and training for it. And just a couple weeks before the marathon. My husband Max said, "Hey, let's let's do some mountain bike racing because we were into mountain biking a little bit, or probably he was more than I was at that point because I, I, he would literally say, and and it was true that I wouldn't run off, I wouldn't ride the bike off a curb if we were riding down the sidewalk. I would look for a driveway or something, so or I'd get off, um, but I would not ride the bike off of the curb. And so when we would go mountain biking, a lot of times he was biking and I was getting off to pull my bike over stumps and around rocks and roots or, or places that I couldn't pedal. And so I wasn't really good at, at running, but I had improved and I'd, you know, I'd worked for it and I was getting ready to run this first marathon. And Max says, let's do a mountain bike race. And I thought, have you seen me mountain bike? You know, I'm, I'm pretty terrible at it. Um, but I, I, I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot. So two weeks after my marathon, I had, we did the first mountain bike race and it was kind of a mess. Um, it had rained for like 12 hours leading up to this race and you know, 12 hours of rain equals like I think 12 inches of mud it was terribly muddy and the trail was slippery and it was still raining even at the race and I have a picture in fact it's my it's my desktop picture to this day on my computer on my uh, Mac and it uh, it's a picture of us when we got done with that race and literally we were just both covered and spattered in mud because it was just so awful Um, but you know I fell down so many times in that race. I slipped and I slid all over the place. I I think I lost my water bottle at one point, but I won the race. And it wasn't because I was very gifted at mountain biking. You know, I've already 
told you I was I was so terribly timid and afraid I barely would ride off of around anything. But when I got done with that first race and and I won, it just sort of lit a a, lit a lit a spark. It kind of like made the connection for me that that success a lot of times isn't based on being the most talented or knowing the most about something. A lot of times success comes down to being the most determined. Being the most determined, right? It's not about always knowing the, mo- the most or, or being the best at something. A lot of times what we need, the quality that we most need to be successful is determination or perseverance or grit. You know, there's a lot of names for it. But, you know, it it's interesting because I know this I, and I'm, I would consider myself a pretty determined person. Um, you know, I went on for, after that first mountain bike race to, we raced the whole series in both the state of Alabama and the state of Georgia two years in a row. And I won the women's divisions, uh, state championship in Alabama and Georgia for 2011 and 2012. And there again, it wasn't that I was the most gifted mountain biker. I certainly am not the most gifted mountain biker, but I would I would just keep pedaling and I would fall down and I would wreck and I would get back up and I would just keep pedaling. And and really it just came down to I wasn't going to give up in mountain bike racing. And it paid off for me. And you know, and I I consider that um that characteristic that quality of having determination to be one of the the critical factors of this of success but here's the interesting thing about it it's not like we can just decide to have determination I think it's something that we have to work at over and over again and here's a recent example Um, I just ran a marathon um, just about a week and a half ago and I at this point I've done several and so I have to actually stop and think but I think it was the ninth marathon that I've done maybe the 10th but I'd have to go back and count and you know I'm to the point at this at this stage where a marathon for me is is challenging but it's more challenging because I continue to push myself to get better and stronger right just running the marathon I've done that quite a few times but now I'm to the point where I want to run it in a certain time you know I want to come in at a certain time goal and because that's always challenging me I always want to get better and, and have improvement there's n- there's no such thing as an easy marathon now a marathon is 26 miles and that's that's a long way to drive much less a long way to run so you know just going the distance and covering it is is a great feat in itself but this this past marathon um, I really set up a, a very aggressive time goal for myself and I knew it was very aggressive but you know I'm kind of an overachiever um, and and if I'm gonna do something I want to do it better than I did it last time and bigger and and you know there's no such thing as is go big or go home it's go big and then you can go home after you go big right so that's just kind of my personality and so this marathon that you know and I trained for it I had definitely put some time into to running and working to get stronger but I knew that that the goal I gave myself was was pretty aggressive Um, we got up the morning of the marathon and uh, Mac asked me because he wanted to know what time he should about what time he should expect me to be done and because he always tries to meet me at the finish line and so he just said well what's your time goal what what are you looking at and so I, I 
I said, well, you know what? I'm, I'm hoping to come in at this time. I said, I know that this is really aggressive, but I'm going to go out that way and start the race that at that speed and that time goal and just see, you know, how close I can come. I really, it had been um, about a year and a half since I had done a marathon on this type of course, a very flat course. And so I didn't know, I really didn't know how what to expect. I wasn't sure if the time goal was just too aggressive, I should back down or, or maybe I could do it, you know, and I knew if I didn't try, then I wouldn't do it. So I thought I'm going to, I'm going to go for it. And the first, and the weather was perfect, um, could not ask for a better day. Uh, the weather was just wonderful. And uh, the first half of the race, I really felt good. I was, you know, clicking along uh, with the pace group. And, um, you know, it, it, it's one of those stories that if you're not, if you haven't run a marathon or you're not a runner, you you don't really understand how someone can look down and see nine miles have passed and you just hardly feel like it's been nine miles at all like they've just happened um it was that easy but about mile 13 or 14 um it it just started to catch up with me um and looking back now i think you know what yeah i probably started out a little bit too fast a little too aggressive i probably should have um, dialed down a little bit my expectations for myself so the next couple of miles, I lost the pace group. And not only that, but the two pace groups behind me caught me as well. And so in the space of just a, a mile or two, I went from being like completely on target halfway to my goal to losing like 10 minutes of expected time, finishing time. And it was almost like, is that even possible mathematically? You know, I was still running. I was still working. I was still going fast. But but not as fast as I had been. And so the other pace groups were catching up to me. Other runners started to pass me. And I started doing the math. And you know, if you've never run a marathon, I will tell you, certainly it's it's very physical, but a lot of it is mental. And I think that's true for any goal that we set for ourselves. Because a lot of times it's a mental game to just be determined to keep going because it's not always going to be easy. I've said that before and you, you know that, you know, any big goal or dream, it doesn't come easy. It takes work. It takes effort. So, you know, around mile 15 is when I really had to start getting my, my serious self-talk under control because around between miles 15 and 17 I started having just some a little bit of, of muscle trouble my hamstring was just fussing at me and um, you know it was so easy at that point to look down at, at my goal time that I'd written down in sharpie on my arm and realize that I wasn't gonna make that and so I really had the thought of wondering to myself, I'm like, you know what? I'm already, you know, already a little bit sore. It's not going to get better if I keep going and I'm not going to reach my goal. Maybe I should just quit here. And I honestly had that thought like, like since I'm not going to reach the goal, maybe I should just quit trying. And then I had to catch myself because, you know, the thing is that success doesn't happen quickly or instantly or or overnight but if you quit that's not going to speed you up at, at quitting will never ever help speed you up and when we get there and a lot of times i think we we set a goal for ourselves or we want to accomplish something and it doesn't happen as fast as we thought 
And so we give up too easy. We lose that determination because we don't see success fast enough. And really, when I did the math, I wasn't that far off of my goal pace. Uh, now, when you average that over 26 miles, it, it does add up to several minutes. But I wasn't I wasn't that far behind. And so I had to catch myself when I when I realized I wasn't going to make it in the time that I'd hoped. That's not a reason for me to just give up completely. Right. If it's worth starting out, we just have to know that it's going to take sometimes longer than we think it is. That's just the fact. Sometimes it's going to cost more than we think. Um, maybe it's not going to be as easy as we think. I tell people a lot of times when they want to write a book or, or become a speaker or something like Mac and I do, I'm like, you know what? Number one, let me just tell you, it's going to be harder than you think it is. It's going to be, I can just about guarantee you, it's going to be more difficult than you think. And that's almost a good thing because if you know how hard it is, sometimes we might talk ourselves out of trying and we can't let that stop us. We just need to know on the front end that determination is the is the trump card, so to speak. Um, I, I used to play bridge many, many years ago. And um, in a lot of card games, there will be one suit of cards, like hearts or clubs, for example, that is designated as the trump. Uh, and so what that means is regardless of whatever card you have or how high the number is on your card, if it's a, an eight of hearts, it trumps an eight of anything else. It's a trump card. It just means it's more powerful. And that's what a, a trump card means. So determination is the trump card. When it comes to being successful, whatever your marathon is, maybe it's not literally a marathon. Maybe it's, you know, you're starting your own business from scratch and, and it's going to be difficult to do. Absolutely. But determination is the the trump card because when it gets tough and it will you can pull that determination trump card out of your back pocket and just say you know what i already know that determ back to rachel hollis's quote determination makes the difference between where i am and where i want to be now yes knowledge is important but i guarantee you you got the the internet and google you can f you can figure out the the steps that you need to do but the determination is the trump card that allows you to apply those steps and that knowledge and execute because if we don't take action if we don't execute nothing happens so we have to get out of our our mindset of talking ourselves out of trying or even striving. Um, I think we're so quick to beat ourselves up sometimes. And I, you know, I've used the analogy before of when we learn to walk, we fall down, right? When we learn to do anything in life, we're going to make mistakes. We're going to have setbacks, but it's only failure. If we quit, we, the lack of knowledge isn't what holds us back in life. It's taking action, right? The lack of knowledge. It's not that we don't know how to do something because pretty much anything that I know how to do today, at some point, I didn't know how to do it, right? That's just true for all of us. Everything that you know how to do today, drive a car, bake a cake, you know, um, start your own business, do start, write a book. You, you didn't know how to do those things at some point, but you figure them out by doing them. But it's going to take determination. And so, you know, just a couple of practical ideas around creating determination or building your your determination muscle. Um, because, you know, here I shared with you a minute ago, 
I think I'm pretty good at, at determination. And yet, just last week, I caught myself wanting to give up on a goal. So it's, it's not something that we can build or create and then quit. I think it's something that we have to continually just make sure that we are uh, developing it developing determination. So a couple of ideas on how to develop some determination. Um, number one, start small. Mac and I were speaking um, last week in Boston, Massachusetts. And um, after we were done, and we, we spoke together for um, about three hours and then we split up and then I had a group of ladies speaking on my book later leadership gems for women and then Mac had a group of formal supervisors um, in the organization and he was speaking on his book blue collar leadership and supervision and I, so we split up for the last hour of our of our day there and after we were done speaking I was waiting in the room um, for you know for them to finish so we could uh, connect back up and wrap up the sessions and someone who'd been in Max's session came in um, to the room where I had been speaking. We were done. I was done speaking, but we were really pretty much just wrapping up and talking. And um, th so the guy walks in and he, he was, you know, just obviously he had gotten a lot out of the session throughout the day and with Mac. And uh, he said, you know what? I, I never really thought about the fact that when I make a commitment to myself, if I don't keep it, I'm lying to myself. And if I won't keep commitments to myself, he says, how would anybody else expect me to keep commitments to them? And you know, Mac and I talk about that a lot because integrity with ourselves is so important. But when it comes to creating that in integrity and, and keeping the commitments we make to ourselves or developing determination, if you want to call it that, start small. You know, don't commit to changing the world tomorrow. Just commit to one little, small, tiny, specific thing. And and that's, you know, small enough that you know with 100% confidence that you can do it. Uh, when I'm coaching people, a lot of times, uh, you know, I would say, well, what are the action items we need to, to set coming out of the coaching session? And someone would say, well, here's what I need to do. Here's what I need to do. And I say, my next question is, how committed are you to that action? And if the answer is not 100% completely, it's going to happen, then you don't need to commit to that action. And I'll coach them through that. Maybe we need to break that down into smaller steps, right? But it's just the power of, of small. It is the power of small, literally. So first thing on determination, start small. Um, it's like teaching horses to, to jump. They, they teach them on low fences first and then they gradually get bigger and bigger like any of us. Start small. And then the second thing about developing determination is figure out what helps keep you accountable. Um, I know for me that writing stuff down and probably for most of us, um, in fact, I've read that um, when we are writing down a goal and we are specific and um, specific and, and definite about it, we are 300% more likely to achieve it. 300%, 300% more likely. So, and I know that's true for me. If I write something down, that's why I, I talk about the um, power of a morning routine in my motivational planning journals, where I just take a few minutes of the day to write down the three things that most important to do because writing them down helps keep me accountable. I've committed them 
you know, by writing them down. Maybe for you, it's, it's getting an accountability partner. Maybe it's getting a, a gym buddy. Maybe it's telling, you know, your coworkers what your goal is, but, but figure out what works best for you and, and helping you be accountable. Um, we're all different. We have different personalities. And so you, you might not want to journal something down that might not work for you, but maybe telling somebody else about it is, is the way that you hold yourself accountable, but figure out, figure out what works best for you and then just do it. Just do it. It comes back to that. At the end of the day, determination is simply the decision and then the action to back it up. Until next time. Start increasing your influence and maximizing your potential with Rhea's audiobooks. Available at audible.com, amazon.com, and iBooks. Please visit RiaStory.com to learn about Ria's books, resources, speaking, and training programs. Thanks for listening.